Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dr. Raquel Lea. I am excited about today's episode. <laughs> We're going to spend a moment on Goodreads.com. But again, let me revisit on while we have the day diary. We are implementing different effects using different modes of communication to help figure out what's the best way to get information to you in a way that will impact the long-term relationship that you have with your children. There's a lot of models out there. One of the more famous models is called Parents as Teachers, Evidence-Based Model. And, and, and basically what that is, it's, it's a parent education model that the, the parent can use to impact their child from, I guess, maybe a youth age, let's say first grade, second grade, and, and things like that. It also gets into the role of a parent. It talks about um, how children behave, and it talks about why parent play is important to children, and the discovery of how parents impact children and how children impact parents. The the parent play, let me talk about that a little bit. I play with my children all the time. I, I You know, the children that I had access to before, um, and, and you can read the books and find this out, before my husband had custody of the children, he, we would, the children and I would play all the time. It's so important that on a daily basis you have time for play. And since I was a stay-at-home mom at that time for, for this particular event, not the children that are in my home today, but for that particular event, it was exhausting. But we will always have this time for play. I made sure that they went outside. And they engaged in baseball. They engaged in track. They engaged in cheerleading. And it was important. Sometimes I just wanted them to walk around the track with me. Sometimes I just I, I just let them, I say, hey, let me see you cheer. Sometimes it was, how are you going to hold that baseball bat? Can I run to the bases with you? It's those moments when you define your relationship with your children during play. Is it as fun for you as it is the kid? Probably not. <laughs> Parents, parenting is about aches and pains and icy hot. <laughs> but, but for a child, you don't know what they will remember, which is why we then go back and we take pictures and, and videos and, and, and we do all this and then we put it in our places of safekeeping. We love our children. What I'm saying to you is that parent-child play is a way to create a bond with a child because you don't know how they cognizantly remember. You don't. You can keep remembering, a, telling a child one thing or another thing and they'll never remember it. <laughs> it's amazing on what they choose to remember when they're adolescents and, and as young adults. <laughs> it's amazing. And if you didn't have the picture to prove it, they probably would think that you never uh, did the event. But child play, as I was saying, it, parent-child play is one good form in a model, an evidence-based model for parenting. And 
we we looked at the roles of parents and teachers in child education and in stay-at-home moms when they chose to homeschool. And the evidence shows that there's a higher propensity to have a positive impact on your children's life at a greater rate when children are homeschooled. And, and, and it doesn't mean that you're isolating them. It's that now you're the most impactful person in their life. Because not only do you take on the parenting role, you take on the teacher role. And I, and I won't get, I won't get in, into outside activities, making sure your children aren't isolated. You know, my children were, were very effective in uh, being in, in, in engaging in, in different things with other kids. So what the point I'm trying to make is, there's a book that I published in the past, and I'm not sure when it was open for actual publication, I think a couple of years ago. But it's still sold. We sold it, but I, it wasn't something that I was going to, um, that I was going to ever publish. But it seemed to get a lot of attention. And I said, you know what, go ahead, let's put it with a publishing company. And, and I never regret, I didn't regret, I never regretted putting that book out there because it, it's, it seems to be the book that people make comments about. And I'll, I'll go back to it. And that book um, is Man of My Dreams versus The Answers to My Prayers. That's not a parenting book. That book is about relationships. And it's about one girl's journey on how she battles with um, a couple of relationships with men that she thought she wanted to have a relationship with. <laughs> so that's the book. <clears throat> And I and I and I never don't don't get excited. I I never talk too much about my books. So it's it's interesting that I would talk about this one. The reason I'm talking about this one is because I want you to understand that relationships that we have also impact our children. Does that make sense to you? When we have outside relationships, whatever those relationships are, they tend to have a positive or negative effect on our children and our children see us in a different light. They see how we engage with other people and they want to be around. I remember my grandparents used to say, stay in a child's place. Or if, if, if my grandmother was in the kitchen and they were making coffee, the girls were in there, they were laughing. I would go in and peek around the corner and try to try to slither in where no one saw me <laughs> and <clears throat> everyone would say get out the kitchen you shouldn't be listening to grown folks talk stay in the child's place who told you to comment on that I think that as that child you hear all of that banter and that fun you don't know what the adults are talking about you just want to be a part of it because you begin to see adults engage in a way that's exciting to you or that you, you just kind of look and you pause because it's an anomaly. You don't see that that often. And so that particular book, as it proceeds about a relationship that, that, the, that, that one person has with and how she chooses to engage in her relationship with guys, that reminds me 
that we should be careful on how we choose to engage in relationships with our children and with other adults. So when we engage in these relationships with other adults, when we, when we um, create relationships, know that your children are watching and they have a comment about how you interact with other adults. And I know we kind of don't really care what our kids think or we haphazardly have other relationships and think it doesn't impact our relationship with our children, but it does. If there is an angry relationship that we have with the person or that's how we choose to communicate and we're on the phone and we're raising our voice, our children are watching. If there's a relationship that we have and people make us laugh and giddy and and bring us to tickles and, and we whisper and it's fun, our children watch. And if we have relationships that um, we are mentored and we respect someone's opinion and we're very stoic, our children watch. Our children watch how we engage. And then when we engage with them, they respond. How do we choose to communicate to our children? Because it's going to have an impact on your lasting relationship with them and how they choose to love you as an adult. It's going to be impactful. I, I, I have a daughter that runs to her room and slams the door. Bam! I just let her have it. Because the only thing I can do at that moment, not to choke her, <laughs> is, is just stay away from her. Give her that time to calm down. Now, I don't handle other relationships like that. But that particular child, with that particular character that I know, you can't push her too far. Just that particular child. I, I, I don't parent every child in the same way. And so in order to have a successful relationship with our children, sometimes we need to look at who they are and what God created through us. In our parent-child relationships, we have to then think about, can this child bear what I'm communicating with them? And how we have other relationships will be a predecessor on how we have relationships with our children. If you don't have a lot of relationships and you just have a a tight-knit relationship, then you're going to have that same expectation when your children are older. You probably want to engage in a lot, and you'll probably depend on them for some sort of high emotional support socially. If we have a lot of relationships with a lot of different people and we don't spend as much time with our children, then as they get older, don't expect your child to spend a lot of time with you. It's what they watched. It may not have been what you taught them, but it's what they watched non-verbally from you. And so we say, well, why don't our children call us? Well, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? And we don't take a step back and say, oh, is that what I did in my parenting? So this is a good time to slow the conversation down and look at on a day-to-day through the eyes of a child how the adult has relationships. And then we will begin to see 
And sometimes when you're not paying attention to your child, you should to see if they're paying attention to you. Because what they're doing is they're calculating. They're watching the way that we communicate. They're watching the way we proceed forward. They're watching the things that we do and the things that we say, how we hold our head. They're watching all of our nonverbals and they're learning us. So child and parent play is important because it sets the stage for you to take small moments to engage in the innocence of being with a child. Parent-child play is an opportunity to place something in your child that's just mere, giddy, fun moment. And when you, on purpose, do that on a daily basis where you have these moments or these, these events where all you're doing is creating parent-child interaction and play uninhibited. The child is not going to get in trouble for anything that they say or do. You're not going to get in trouble for anything you say or do. Sometimes it could be sitting on the floor, playing cards, playing jacks. Don't make it a chore where it's washing the car together. That's not a, that's not a, a play interaction. That's a chore. (laughs) Cooking, even though that's an interaction, that's a chore. Jump rope is play. Basketball usually is play. Going out and playing hockey with the kid is play. Having those moments where you're just on the swing is play. Now that's easier said and done when the child is as young as, I don't know, nine and under. But you want to start to create these events where there are these timeout moments where anything that has happened in life really doesn't matter. Other outside relationships that you tend to engage in are not around and they don't matter. And it is one child at a time interacting on a consistent basis of just playtime. And these are the moments that will create and design healthy, long-lasting parent-child relationships as we move through age, as we move through life. So when I mention Man of My Dreams versus Answers to My Prayers, the, the, the reason I mentioned that book is just to let you know that when we engage in adult relationships, our children are watching us. They have an opinion and it sets the precedence on our parent-child relationship and how they view us and how we related to them, not just as a child, as a youth, and now as an adult. I am Raquel Lea. This is your day diary. Thank you for listening in.